Welcome to the Sacred Roots Podcast. I am your host, Elie de Bosson, and I am a spiritual teacher, business mentor, energy healer, speaker, and the author of the new book, The Path of Femininity, The Six Gifts of Your Sovereignty. This show is designed for every woman entrepreneur wanting to experience more flow, abundance, purpose, and impact, all while having a solid business and life. I love and adore to breed spirituality and business, so if you're into both of these, welcome! You're at the right place! Before we dive into this week's episode, I have a very quick announcement that I am so, so, so excited to share with you. Roll drums! I am officially inviting you to the Feminine Flow Retreat! After two years of being away from each other and doing all my work online, it was more than time to come together physically, work together, hold hands, hug, look into each other's eyes and really do deep spiritual work together during a four-day retreat. So what can you expect at the Feminine Flow Retreat? So this retreat is really for you if you're a spiritual entrepreneur and you find that you're seeking more alignment, you've been feeling that there is more of you that want to be expressed into the world and you want to express your most authentic self, but also lead your business with your intuition and have a business that is in ease, in flow, but not just a business, your whole life that is really in that state of surrendering where it's really your soul that is guiding you and not so much your ego. So if you've loved listening to the Sacred Roots podcast and you've loved my book, The Path of Femininity, you are going to absolutely adore this retreat because it's all the juiciness from my book and this podcast that I'm going to bring together. And we're going to be doing yoga in the morning. There is going to be some yoga nidra as well. We're going to do some like kind of meditations. And then there's going to be four workshops that are really going to help you with your intuition, building that trust in your intuition, that connection in your intuition, showing up with authenticity, flowing, surrendering, ease, being in your feminine, really thriving the feminine way. And I cannot wait to teach all that to you in person. It's going to be so juicy. I actually went to see the place last week and it is such a beautiful place. We have a huge garden. Ah, I'm just so excited because it's going to be so good and teaching in person in retreats is my favorite way to teach. So if you have felt that you've been quite exhausted lately, you've been feeling disconnected and you really want to connect at a deep level with like-minded sisters, you've been feeling misaligned, tired of hustling, you want to let go of control and really surrender, have a solid life and business, and you want clarity in your life, then join us to that retreat because this is exactly what we're going to do in those four days. So there is an early bird if you sign up before May 1st, which is a 60-minute one-on-one session with me. So if you've been wanting to work with me a bit more closely and you're feeling that it's a full body yes and you're having full chills right now and you want to spend some quality time with me, I mean, quality time is my love language and I love all of you guys for like listening to me and integrating my work so I'm going to create like such a huge quality time during those four days you're going to be mind blown and I am so excited so sign up with the link that's in the show notes of this episode and sign up before May 1st if you want to have a one-on-one session with me and I can't wait to see you there welcome to another episode of the sacred roots podcast so last week I was talking about the witch wound 
and how this fear of expressing ourselves, of being seen, of sharing our spiritual gifts with the world is holding us back because we're hiding parts of ourselves because we think it's not safe. And I told you that there are three feminine wounds that are actually holding us back. And so today I'm going to talk about the second one, which is the bitch wound. So these three wounds, the witch wound, the bitch wound, and the whore wound, it's believed actually that they have been passed down from Mary Magdalene. So Mary Magdalene is really more a symbol than a person, even though she really was a person and we know a few things about her. But it's really this idea that she was a woman that was very independent. Patriarchy was already present at the time and women were dependent of the men they were married to. They didn't have a lot of flexibility. They couldn't have their own money. They couldn't do whatever they wanted. But Mary Magdalene, she did whatever she wanted. She was not the kind of woman that could be controlled. And so she was very independent and she was stoned for it. So men would throw stones at her because they didn't like her independence because she was not controllable. She was her own sovereign being. And so that idea of being very independent, of saying no, of doing whatever you want, is being translated into society as being a bitch. So what is a bitch? I actually had a look because I was curious of what kind of definition I would be able to find on the internet. And to my unpleasant surprise, but also I was not so surprised either, I found this definition. A bitch is an unpleasant, selfish person, especially a woman. So maybe that is also the image that you have of a bitch, someone that is criticizing others, that is being mean, unpleasant, that is doing whatever she wants. And so I think it's very interesting that here they really use these two words, unpleasant and selfish person, especially a woman. Because what this means is that according to this definition, we as women are expected to be pleasant and to be generous. And if you're not pleasant, and if you're not generous, if you're unpleasant and selfish, then you're a bitch. And then you deserve to be stoned. You deserve to be criticized. You deserve to be judged. You deserve to be pushed back, pushed away because you're a bitch. And you know, being called a bitch is not the nicest thing you would want to hear. <laughs> It's a pretty big criticism, right? And so what that means is that we live in a society that is expecting us to be good girls that think about others first. Now, let's have a look at these two words because what is pleasant to a person is unpleasant to someone else. For example, if you set strong boundaries, well, that is going to be unpleasant to the person that is receiving the boundary. But maybe setting that boundary is going to be honoring who you are, honoring your emotions, honoring your family, honoring your work, honoring your energy field, honoring your time. And so as women, especially as women who step into their power, we need to set boundaries. We cannot do whatever people want. We cannot do whatever people expect of us. And because people have certain expectations and we don't follow through on these expectations, then we are considered unpleasant. 
So the bitch is basically a woman that is setting boundaries and that is putting herself first because she knows what she desires. She knows how to honor herself, how to honor her emotions, how to honor her path, her work. And because she's going to put very strong boundaries around that, of course, some people are going to think she's unpleasant. Now let's move to the second word, selfish. We are expected to be these good girls that do whatever others want us to do. So our own desires, our own needs, our own emotions, they are second, you know, according to that definition and according to patriarchy, really. And we are expected to put others before us because otherwise we're selfish. But I want to invite you to actually completely change your perspective on this. That's why I'm doing this episode. Because really, a selfish person is a person that is going to put her needs first. And sometimes there are people who are very ego-centered and they think only about them and they don't care about others. But women are beings of connection. Above all other things, we are going to prioritize relationships and connection. And to have that connection, we are always going to think about others. We're always going to open our hearts. We're always going to be there for others, give from ourselves to others. And so when a woman stops doing that and she's putting herself first, she's actually doing the best thing she can because she understands that by filling her cup, by taking care of her needs, which means sometimes saying no to others, that she can be her best self have her highest energy, show up in her best version. And everybody benefits from a woman that is taking care of herself so that she can be her best version when she shows up with her kids, with her partner, with her friends, or with her co-creators, with her clients. You don't want to be working with someone that is burned out because she's spreading herself in, because she's giving so much to everyone. And then she only has like 10% of herself to give to you. When you want to connect with someone, you want to have the best of that person, especially when you're working with them, you're paying them so that they can be at their best. And so what do they need to do? These people you're working with, these people you're hiring to renovate your bathroom, to take care of your garden, to help you in your business, or maybe to help you with your mental health or your spiritual awakening. All these people you're hiring and you're working with so that your life can be better, you want them to be at their best, right? So you would expect them sometimes to be selfish so that they can show up their best way, so that they know how to take care of their energy, their health, their sleep, their food, like all the things they need to take care of so that they can show up in their best version. So my invitation is actually to replace the word bitch with loving and caring. Because a woman who sets boundaries and who is taking care of her needs before anything else, is actually the most loving and caring woman because she knows that when she does that, she's showing up in a way that is completely different and she's able to then give her best self to others. So let's give you a concrete example. 
you have your business, you have kids at home, it's 5.30, 6 p.m. You've had a long but thrilling and exciting day, but you would really benefit from taking 20 minutes just to wind down, to have a little meditation or have a bath or just lie on the bed for 20 minutes to recharge your batteries so that you can then be super present with your family. And so imagine it's 6 p.m. Your kids are knocking on the door. Mommy, mommy, we're hungry. Can you make some food for us? Your instinct is probably going to be, yeah, of course, I'm going to cook for you. But the energy in your body is already really low because you gave so much in your work and you are in your masculine this whole time, giving, 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 doing, doing, doing. And so you're probably a bit depleted. And so then you're going to cook for your kids with a depleted energy, which is going to deplete you even more. And that's not even taking into consideration that when you cook, I mean, you're putting your own energy into the food that you're cooking for your kids. What if instead of directly going downstairs with your kiddos and making food for them, you actually told them, all right, my darlings, I'm actually going to have a 20 minute break. I'm going to have a bath. I'm going to do a meditation. I'm just going to lie down, close the door from the bedroom. Here is a banana, here is an apple, here's a carrot, here's a whatever you want so that you can take care of your hunger right now. And then I'll be there in 20 minutes and I'm going to make you the best dinner. And we're going to have a lot of fun and maybe we can play after because I'm going to have the energy to play with you. So what if instead of rushing to taking care of your kids that are hungry, you actually went to your room and took those 20 minutes for you to recharge your battery? What if you went back to your feminine energy? What if you rested, recharged, slowed down for 20 minutes, gave yourself the gift of 20 minutes of silence? I mean, your kids are probably screaming and playing downstairs, but what if you took that break and then went back? You would probably go back to your kids, another woman, feeling recharged, feeling really happy that you had that break, and you would then cook for them put all your love and happiness in that meal, be happy to eat with them, have much more patience with them because you need patience with kids because they're running everywhere, putting food everywhere. <laughs> and maybe you'd even be up to play a bit with them after. So you would then have created a high quality time with your kids instead of feeling like you're depleted, you have to cook and just depleting yourself more and more and more. And then just feeling like you want to go to bed because you're too exhausted to even do anything for yourself after. So a bitch, a woman that is setting boundaries and taking care of her needs is a loving and caring woman. If you say no to going to a family dinner, because there's a bit of family drama going on right now, and you know that that family dinner is completely going to drain you because you need to take care of yourself first or you're not in the right mindset. You're a loving and caring woman because you wouldn't show up at that dinner with your best energy and it wouldn't help the situation. If you're a coach and you reschedule a call with a client because something's going on in your life and you're not your best self, you're a loving and caring woman because you know that you can show up your best self and with a much higher energy later on, next time you meet. So I really invite you to rephrase that because a bitch is really just a loving and caring woman that is taking care of herself first, filling her cup first so that she can give the overflow to others. 
you cannot give from an empty tank. And as women, we give so much. We're so much in our masculine. We think that nurturing kids is feminine. It's actually women being in their masculine energy. It's that doing and giving. So it's depleting you. So you really have to come back to your feminine. You really have to come back to taking care of yourself. And that is definitely going to be unpleasant to certain people because you're not doing what they want. But can we be loved by anyone? No. There are always people who are going to think you're unpleasant, who are not going to appreciate you or not resonate with you or just not like you or love you. So, well, then you might as well just really do what fills your energy and what fills your cup. You might at least be called a bitch for the right reason, but at least you're feeling much better on the other side. And you know that the people who actually care about you and love you, then they are receiving a much higher version of you. So I have a few questions for you to really sit with that and that you can journal on. But before sharing those questions with you, I was actually, I felt called to share a mantra with you with this episode. And I want to share with you the mantra of Ashun. So Ashun is an African goddess. And she really is the goddess of love, of divinity, of beauty, of water, of wealth as well. And she is quite often compared to Isis in Egypt. She's really seen as being the sweet mother of us all. And so when we're called bitches, sometimes it can feel quite harsh And I really invite you to come back to that, to that love, to remembering that you are love and that those boundaries you're setting, it's out of love for you. And the more you love yourself, the more you're able to love others and pour your love to others. Because our relationships with others is always just a reflection of our relationship with ourselves. And so connecting with Oshun in those moments where You need to come back to loving yourself, to nurturing yourself is actually really powerful. And so she has this beautiful song, that I'm going to sing to you. And then I am inviting you actually to sing with me. Because like I said, these wounds are also connected to our chakras. And the witch wound was the throat chakra. The bitch wound, I would say it's more the third eye. but If you allow yourself to sing, you're going to allow the energy to move so that you can see yourself clearly, so that you can clean that perception that you have on yourself of being a bitch and actually start seeing you for the loving woman that you are. So you're ready to sing with me or to enjoy my voice? <laughs> Let's go. Ire were were Ire were were nita ochun Ire were were nita ya Ochakini ba nita ochun Cheke 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 nita ya Ire were were Ire were were nita ochun Ire were were Ire were were nita ochun Ire were were nita ya 
Utakiniba Nita Utun Take 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 Nita Ya Ide Wede Wede Ide Wede Wede Nita Utun Ide Wede Wede So may you invite the goddess Oshun to come in this journaling session with you so that she can really fill you with love towards yourself, really surround you with that sweet mothering love, giving you complete permission to be fully yourself, to honor yourself, to set the boundaries that you need, to take care of yourself first, because that's how you show up as your best self. And that's how all the people around you really benefit from it tremendously. So my questions for you today are, where and how do you put others before yourself? In your business, in your family house, in certain relationships, where are you prioritizing their desires and their needs before yours? Because you might think that they're actually benefiting from having their needs met. <laughs> I'm getting there, I can say it. But actually, no one is benefiting from having their needs met if it's at your own expenses. No one is benefiting from it because you're actually, if other people need you to fill their needs, you're actually taking the opportunity away from them to have them figure out how they can take care of their needs on their own. Because you're responsible of your needs and the others are responsible of their needs. Of course, if you have a newborn or an infant or a toddler, they probably need you for a lot of their needs. It's true. So it's always about balance. But in an adult relationship, if the other person needs you to be fulfilled or to do a certain things, you're actually taking away from them the opportunity to figure it out on their own and to have their own needs met with themselves. It's a growth opportunity. And if you always feel other people's needs and it's at your own expense, you're going to be resentful after some time. And the relationship is not going to benefit from that. So really, everybody benefits from you taking care of your needs. What would you like to say no to right now? 
but you don't really dare. <laughs> Maybe there is something in your life. Maybe it's working with a client that is not aligned that you're afraid of letting go. Maybe it's something that you really don't want to do, but you said yes, so you're going to do it. What could you say no to right now that would actually honor you, but you haven't dared so far? Dare to say no more often. Because when your yes is a real yes, and when your no is a real no, it builds your own self-trust. It builds your own self-confidence. And it is so important in life to be able to trust yourself and to be confident. If you don't always trust yourself, if you doubt yourself, maybe it's because quite often you're saying yes when you actually mean no. And so then there's a, a dichotomy, there's a conflict inside of you because you're not honoring your word. You're not honoring who you are. And so that creates distrust. And that can have a huge ripple effect in all areas of your life. Maybe you don't trust yourself with money because of that. Maybe you don't trust yourself in relationships because of that. Maybe you don't trust yourself in your business to launch this new thing. You're wondering, am I good enough? Do I have the shoulders to do that? And maybe it comes down to this very simple thing of actually saying yes when you mean yes and no when you mean no. And if you don't know yet, there's this little trick that I love. It's to say, I don't know, give me 24, 48 hours, I'll come back to you. If it's too difficult for you to say no in the moment, just say that by yourself sometime. And then you'll gather the strength to actually say no. And you're going to be so proud of you when you actually say no, because you really don't want to do the thing and it's going to build your trust. And something else, it's not a question. It's more, I mean, I guess it starts with a question. It's more a permission that I'm giving you now, which is, What decision would you take or what thing would you do that would be perceived as bitchy that you actually want to do right now? Because this podcast episode, if you've listened to it and you're still listening, this is your permission to do it and to smile at the person who might call you out, say that you're a bitch. Especially if they do, it means you've succeeded. Well done. <laughs> You've succeeded the mission to annoy someone and to be seen as unpleasant, but you know deep down that it is because you've honored yourself. You've set a boundary. Maybe there's something you need to tell someone, a boundary that you need to set, and they're not going to be happy, but you need to do it for yourself. So maybe this is your permission to do it. Of course, you don't need to be aggressive. You don't need to be angry. Do it with as much sovereignty as possible, honoring yourself but really setting that boundary of saying, actually, I'm not okay with this and I'm not going to do it because it's not in alignment with who I am and how I feel. Hmm. I'm excited to know all the loving and caring, self-loving and self-caring and so caring for others as well. Things that you're going to do by setting boundaries and taking care of your needs. Let me know in the comments and Let me know by sharing this episode on social media and Instagram, for example, or you can always send me an email. I always love to read your emails. And if this episode has helped you and you think another of your girlfriends could benefit from it, feel always free to share it because the more women step into their loving and caring feminine energy, the better this world is going to be. 
Much love and I'll see you in the next episode where we're going to talk about the Harwood.